You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome, friend, to our weekly garden party. We hope you brought along your questions because it's time to dish the dirt. On The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. And good morning, Charlie Dobbin. <laughs> good morning, Franklin Proctor. <laughs> Let me just check the... Yeah, I see skid marks there coming in the doorway. <laughs> uh, you, that was close. That was really That's close. That's the closest I've mi- ever done it. You, yeah. you know, most people, they have a live radio show. They're here an hour in advance. Yeah. And they're doing mm-hmm. voice, you know, la, 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 la. <laughs> drinking some hot yeah. water. Yeah. Doing all that proper sort of stuff, yeah. but not me. Yeah. Nope, nope. No, I, no. I just ran in here two minutes you ago. You ran into the same problem I did. There was an accident <laughs> in the Don Valley. Oh, my God. And I, as you did, did the stupidest thing I heard about. It. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's bad. So now this is like 7 o'clock in the morning or, right. or 20 Still after there. 7. Lanes and are closed. Is that right? Oh, jeez. So, so I did. I got off at Winford. Eglinton. Eglinton, same yeah. thing. Oh, man. 20 minutes, trying yeah. to turn left. Well, it took me over an hour to get here. Yeah. And uh, Well, uh, good thing you weren't cutting it close. Oh. I already slept in, <laughs> and then on my way... Okay, but the better part is, on my way out the door, I'm in, you know, oh, in the driveway, my, jumping yeah. in my car already like 10 yeah. minutes late, and my tile guy pulled in, because we are doing some renovations oh, to yes. our home. That's right, yeah. And he's lovely. He's just coming on his day yeah. off to lay some tiles on, on my hearth in front of the okay, fireplace. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I like, hello, and blah, blah, and blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's been a great morning so far. So let me tell you a lovely little conversation I had. Mario, who runs the coffee time at Woodbine and Aurora Road. Yes. I always stop in there. The banana it. guy. That's right. Yep, yep. And he always gives me an extra banana. <laughs> it only charges me for one minute, but it gives me two. So anyway, I pull up there today, and he said, ah, uh, yeah, Mr. Frank, um, you're uh, on the radio, aren't you? I said, yes. Yeah. So I said hello to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, he says, I wonder if you'd do me a favor. I said, what would you like, Mario? <laughs> he says, uh, my wife has just had an operation, cancer, the vocal cords. Oh, wow. And she's having a bit of a rough time. Mm-hmm. Would you ask your listeners to say a prayer for her? Oh, wow. And I said, absolutely. Right. So, if anyone out there, good uh, thoughts, you know, yeah. uh, can do that for Evelyn, uh, Mario's wife, by yeah. all means, nice. please do that. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, phone. Well, this is the Garden Show, after all. So, oh yeah, we, yeah. We like it when people That's... call us. It doesn't have to be <laughs> a question. A... It could be a uh, you know. You a could tip. save our bacon by you know providing some material. Exactly. For God's sake. Because yeah. we, we really don't have much to say to each other other than to <laughs> whine about the way the day's been going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. In Toronto, my friends, call four one six three six zero. 0740, then anywhere else in the province, toll free 1 866 740 Our little mantra goes this way call early, call often, one question per call. And if you happen to be a first time caller, please let Ainsley, who is on the board yeah. today, let Ainsley know. And that's what you're going to hear before we get to the airwaves your garden wings. Because, you right? know, it happened last week. We were slow at the beginning of the yeah, hour. Yeah. And then, of course, there was boom calls all lined up at the end. So yeah. call early. Yeah, yeah. You can even call back, too. That's right. And call often. <laughs> um, I did mention a couple of weeks ago, actually, you weren't even here. It was when Lindsay was here. Okay. Uh, this, um, as you can see on your monitor, something called the Gardener's Journal. Oh, yes. So it's the Toronto Gardener's Journal and Source Book. It doesn't really, it's not really Toronto based, it's more yeah. Ontario based. It's 
the, I'm just at their website, more yeah. useful than any tool in the shed. Mm-hmm. Now, I did mention it. I did get a couple of emails this past week, people saying, what's that book you mentioned? Yeah. So it is called, it just go, the website is torontogardenbook.com. It is for sale in hard, you know, hard copy okay. um, at Plant World, at the Toronto Botanical Garden uh, shop, and at RBG, and I think it's also for sale at Sheridan Nurseries, or you can buy online. Toronto Seems like Garden a perfect book. Christmas gift exactly. for somebody. Huh? That's what I'm alluding to there. It's uh-huh. a great gift for a gardener. Okay. Um, and speaking of gifts for gardeners, <clears throat> I'm I just received a new book, newly published book called Ooh, look at that. Escape to Reality. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. And it's How the World is Changing Gardening and Gardening is Changing the World. Notice who it's by. It's by Mark and Ben Cullen. Oh, So Mark great. and his son, Ben, yeah. have written this book together. Mark, Ben has been working with Mark the last couple of years. So I did send a text to them uh-huh. last night saying, you guys want to come on the show. Oh, uh, I'd love, love to have you next yeah. Saturday if they're you know, available. It's so nice. He, he has recommended the show here mm-hmm. for uh, garden shows across Canada. He said the best one is out of Toronto and AM 740. And that Who said that? Mark. Really? I'm sure he did. Oh, well, then I'm glad. Or if I... not, I'll make him. <laughs> I was no, going to say, sure, he sure said he that? <laughs> All right. Well, if he did, that's good. I'm glad I invited him to come on the show. <laughs> and hopefully, oh. both of them or one of them yeah. will be able to come yeah. next Saturday. Okay. So oh. stay tuned for okay. that. And I, one more little piece of information, may no. I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I'm extremely happy and I'm very, very excited. Uh, I've been named as the new host for BBSN, Big Band Sunday Night. Oh, my goodness. And Aren't you talented? Yes. Well, you can I, do anything. Yes, of course I can. Anyway, no, we're going to have a great time, and I'm looking forward to it. Tomorrow night is my inaugural flight. Ah, yeah, though you've been um, guest hosting, yeah. so mm-hmm. to speak. But you're, yeah, but you're, now, the, you're the guy in the chair. I'm the guy tomorrow. in the chair now, yeah. Wow. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, very it's much those, so. It's those dulcet tones. I know. Everybody likes them. Wait a minute. Uh, in the city of trees, it's how many degrees home? <laughs> okay. Yes. So there uh, we are. shall we take do, do a break or what do we, we do We now? have to take a break here, right. and then we come back, and we'll say <laughs> hi. Because you're in charge of that. Uh, first, oh, yeah. uh, oh, first Jane. time caller. Jane, uh, yeah, Jane. Jane. Calling in from Cheswick. Jane, we're coming to you momentarily. Hang tight. We'll be back. Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than you realize. Should small creatures become a big problem, then you've got The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, okay, uh, let's go to the phone line and see who is there uh, right off the bat. Hello, good morning. Hello. Uh, I believe it's Lynn, right? Good morning, Lynn. Oh, good morning. Yeah, I thought hi, somebody Lynn. else was going to be on. Yes, yeah, so, right. so do we. We lost Jean. I think she's going to call back, though. Jean, oh, you call okay, back. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm calling regarding uh, Denisha, who called last week, and her jade plant that had a little black-brown marks right. on the uh, plant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had the same thing. I thought it was dirt from the garden because I'd put them out the garden and brought them in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought, this is crazy. They don't seem to... Wash uh, off, yeah. They, they, so I, I took a piece off the plant mm. and cut it open, and there are little tiny black bugs uh, inside. Really? Yes. I don't know what they are. They're of very tiny, tiny, oh, small.
smaller than the your fingernail, much smaller. Wow. <laughs> you can barely see it. They look like dust and dirt, but they're bugs, and uh, you can squish them. I don't know how they got in there. I guess they just bored themselves in, and I'm not sure how to look after them, but all I've been doing is picking the leaves off and throwing them out. Huh. And was your jade outside for the summer? Yes, they were. Okay. Um, all right, so I'm just quickly Googling here because I have never seen this. Jade plant problems... <laughs> Black spots range, okay, black spots on jade plant leaves, uh, these spots range from insects, viruses, fungal diseases, and even incorrect care, uh, low moisture, da-da-da-da, spots. It is possible, hold on, um, yeah, what to do for black spots on jade plants? Um, jade plants. Well, if it is an insect, I'm just double checking this. I mean, maybe, but of course, obviously avoid overwatering jade plants. Like that's number one. When I think of black spots on a jade, I think it's been watered too much and we've got bacterial soft rot. But in your case, you're saying you actually have insects, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. Boy. And that's it looks wild. like just dust and dirt on the bottom of the leaves. Uh-huh. But and, when you uh, I took it off and brushed them off and washed them off. Dissected it. And so were they they're like little bumps, right? The leaves have a little bump or no, that... a little indentation. Oh, an indentation. Mm. Hey, congratulations, Lynn. It's very seldom that we stump, or you stump, Charlie. <laughs> it's true. Well, that's a good one because yeah. maybe more research needed, huh? Well, but I you know what? If okay, so an insect that's inside a plant, mm-hmm. so likely how that happens is an adult flies around and it lays its eggs on yeah, under yeah. the surface of the leaf. Yeah. The little eggs sit there, then the little eggs hatch, and little insects emerge. Often those little baby larvae will chew tissue within a leaf, and this mm. happens with our apples, and you know many of the fruits have this issue. So, And then as those little larvae um, grow up and become adults, they bust through and fly away. Yeah. The only way to control an insect that's inside a plant is with a systemic insecticide, which are no longer available on the market in Ontario. Right. We only have contact insecticides. So if you, yeah, I think what you're doing is the right thing. You're going to either eviscerate every single one of those little black spots and flush it all down the toilet or remove leaves where there's evidence of these bumps to try and annihilate the insect mm-hmm. because there's no, there's no chemical control of that. Right. Well, this is the first time I've ever seen this. Well, yeah, me too. Take pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you, can you do that? Uh, if you can, I'd be really interested to see. Uh, if you can take any sort of close-up pictures of what's going on there, or even just a picture of the spots, what they yeah. look like. Have you got an email? Uh I have an email, but I haven't been able to figure out how to get into it. Oh, oh dear. I'm just learning. <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. Yeah, but if you, if you can passwords. find someone to help you, yeah. simply yes. take a picture with your phone. Do you have an iPhone? I have a phone that has a little camera on it, Okay, yes. that's great. Have someone kind of help you do this, and then send it. And I'm going to give you the uh, email address, or, yes, the email address for Charlie, okay? Okay. If you want to jot this down and anybody else uh, want to send something to Charlie via the email, here is the address, c.dobbin, that's D-O-B-B-I-N, as in Norman, at mzmedia.com, Okay. Media. Yeah, dot com. Mzmedia.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see pictures if you can either, you know, send it direct or have somebody do it for you. But, um, yeah. yeah just, Is there a, a dot up. between C and Dobbin or just yes. C Dobbin? Yes, C dot 
Dobbin. C. Dobbin. Okay. Right, That's you me. are. Yeah. And if you're, of course, in the States, it's mzmedia.com. <laughs> Different language. No, I'm yeah. here up in Canada. Uh, All right, that's there good. you are. That's yeah, good. no, I'd love because that that's that's an unusual one. And and if Darshana is listening from last week, maybe she was. She sounded like she had the same issue going on. Yeah. So yes, maybe she'll yes, give us a call. And when I did Back. split them apart, I could see this little thing, and I flipped it out with my fingernail, mm-hmm. and then squished it. Mm-hmm. So it, there's something. It yeah. was alive. Wow. wow. Okay. Jade's, I don't think of as being that edible. So you've got something very interesting going on. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Take, okay. I'll thank see if, you very I'll much. I'll see if I can Lynn. find out yeah. more. Merry Christmas. <laughs> we'll, thank we'll be you. anxiously you having too. Charlie check her email now. <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> All right, darling. Thank you very much. Thank you. All Bye-bye. right. It and looks like. I think we, we have. Yeah, back. Uh, is it Jean? Jean? It's Jean. Jean. Or is it uh, back Jean? from. Now, are you uh, in Cheswick in the States, Jean? Calling in. Good morning. No, it's Keswick, Ontario. Oh, Keswick. There Keswick. we are. Gotcha. Well, there's, there's your uh, to the show. welcome. Welcome to the show. Okay. Good morning, Charlie and Frank. Good morning. What's going on? I had on? a problem with. I have received a, a plant, uh, one of those round containers where you get three or four yeah. different plants. Gift plants. And I separated them. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I have an ivy, and I've been growing it for over two years, mm-hmm. and it's been perfect. And I'm training it on a hoop. Ah. But the ends of each branch keep drying up, oh. and I can't figure out why. The rest of the plant is perfect. It's just the very tips. And you've got it in a pot with that has drainage holes, right? No, it's uh, not. Well, there's there's your problem right there. Plants. You must 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 plant all plants into pots with drainage holes. That's just rule number one. So probably what's happening. So the growing tip is on the end of the branch, which is where you said you're having your issues. Yes, Whenever the tip branches have, yeah, dry, they just dry up and you don't so I cut it back where the dried part is, mm. but then it starts growing and then it just dries again. Okay, so if you insist on having it in the pot that has no drainage, you must go to your local garden center or whatever, Home Depot, and pick up a moisture meter. Yes, I have one of those. Oh, do you? Okay, and have you been using that before you water? Yes. Okay, so uh, tell me what you're... It's got a wet on one side and a dry on the other side, and at what point are you watering? When it's dry. Okay, so maybe you're drying it down a little too much. You don't want to go right to the dry with an ivy, with a cactus, yes, but not an ivy. Oh, okay. Let it get uh, to the middle there, to the moist, and of course your little probe is going right down to the bottom of the pot. Oh, I only ever stick it in a couple inches. Okay, so keep in mind that the plant's roots have grown through the soil and should be theoretically, you know, throughout the the pot. And it'd be interesting to stick your little probe right down to the bottom. Also, how big is the pot? Is it a huge one? Um, It's about six inches wide. It's like an old one. Oh, okay, so it's not too big. And about eight or nine inches wide. Yeah, yeah, so use your little probe to find out. See, without that drainage, when you water, of course, gravity takes the water down to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And the question is, is the water sitting there? uh, Or is, and, you know, the roots are are avoiding that soggy mess at the bottom. Or, um, you know, is it drying down thoroughly right through? Yeah. It is hard on the roots. They Remember, roots need not just water, but they need air, and that's partly what the drainage holes oh, okay. provide. I just assumed that if, if it was the watering problem, it would be all over the whole plant, just not the, the ends, like the tips of it. Right. Well, you are being told something, because the tips are the growing point on the plant, oh, okay. and it's never good when you're growing. Tips are struggling for whatever reason. The other thing is, get out a magnifying glass, look closely... 
<clears throat> where the leaves attach to the stems, look really, really closely for any webbing. English ivy are very susceptible to spider mites. Yeah, I've heard that, but I don't see any webbing. Yeah, that, so. and you won't see the, the actual mites because they're so small, but you will see evidence because you'll see the webbing in those, the, the, um, the axle between the leaf connection to the stem, that little crotch there, you'll see webbing across. So look at, or near the tips of those stems for webbing. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, and they do, they like to be misted when it's dry like this. Yeah, or, I started doing that, yeah, but it homes. doesn't seem to help. Yeah, yeah. So I just be more careful with your watering. Do not fertilize, of course. No fertilizer at this time of year, yeah. and do trim off anything that's not doing well. But yeah, water maybe thoroughly. I'll pots. Yeah, maybe might be a good maybe. idea. Mm-hmm. You have better control over everything when you've got that drainage. Yeah. Okay. All right. So well, thank you for thanks your so much for calling. Yeah, don't be a stranger. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Doors okay, always you. open here. <laughs> Sometimes almost bowled over by a rushing in truck. <laughs> mm. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to let her forget this easily. Uh, for yeah. sure. Okay, we That's have to okay. take a little bit of a break, but we're getting set to head to toward the Lake Huron area, where uh, in Sarnia there's a beautiful blue water bridge there in the mm. be- oh my. Where my my newly discovered daughter lives, ah, Natasha, yeah. lives in Sarnia. I wonder if she's tuned in this morning. I wonder. Hi to you and Kevin, just in case she is. In any, in any case, we're going to come back and say hi to Diane, who's calling in from Sarnia. But that, after these words here on Zoomer Radio. The phone numbers, let me repeat those quickly. In Toronto, 416-360-0740. Anywhere else in the province, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, fox, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, okay, let's uh, head off to Sarnia, what say? Hmm? <laughs> Diane is on the line. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. It's a bright, sunny. Good morning. It's a bright, sunny day here. Oh, lucky, lucky you. We got a few clouds, but it is brighter than it's been. That's for sure. Wonderful. My question is regarding soil. Is it okay just to dig something up out of the ground and put it in a pot with the topsoil, or should you really transfer it to topsoil or to potting soil? Okay, so that's a great question, and the answer is no. It is not all right. Garden soil is for the okay. garden. Potting soil is for the pots. They they do not mix. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Top. Straight and simple. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Topsoil is just too well, heavy. Why don't they survive in topsoil? Well, because to- okay, topsoil um, is too heavy, and so you don't get a sufficient <laughs> air circulation, and and pen- like it doesn't drain typically fast enough and well enough the way a potting soil will. Oh, okay. Um, in the ground, of course. Okay, that may be why my yeah, roots can go anywhere in yeah. the ground, but when they're restricted in a pot, you must give them potting soil. Pot- Usually it's a soilless okay. mix, but yeah, yeah. Okay, and everything okay. will thrive. All right, we'll do some transferring later today. <laughs> All right, Okay, wonderful. You. Thank you very much. Thank you so very you're much. Okay, yeah, you're on your cell, and we're kinda, it's kind of breaking up a little bit, but uh, hey, 
That's, that's yes. cool. We got you, we got you on there, hun. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling. Okay. Thank you. Bye now. Alrighty, you bet. Bye bye now. Okay, let's uh, head out to Seaforth. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's Eva. Good morning, Eva. Welcome to the show. Merry Christmas for both of you. Oh, thank, thank you. You, you too. I have a problem with a present. I got it from my dear friend, and she was trying to please me because she knows how much I like plants. Mm-hmm. And she gave me an amaryllis yeah. in a box, uh-huh. and I opened it up. And and it was all curling up, and then it was almost white, not green. No right. leaf, no nothing. Right. And they gave me that dry soil, but whenever I, I just soaked through, and right. then, then I planted the emeralds in it. Mm-hmm. And it started to growing, but I'm really disappointed that it doesn't have any color. It's only the flower opened up. Mm. And finally, it somehow, not all the way, but it straightened out by itself as I turned it towards yeah, the light or against idea. the light. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering if I'm going to get uh, more flower and leaves on it, or it's just going to be like that, and then I can throw it away. <laughs> well... You might get another flower. It depends on the size and maturity and quality of the bulb. Typically in the kits, in the boxes like you got, they are, um, they're not sort of the number one grade A bulbs. They're not the biggest bulbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for sure, they guarantee you one flower stem. Mm-hmm. Then it's just a wait and see to see if another flower stem will emerge. No leaves. Uh, eventually leaves will come as well. As long as you've got it in a sunny spot and you continue to water it as necessary, mm-hmm. after, and the fla- once the flowers are done, uh, yeah. little scissors, cut off the, the petals, but leave the green flower stem, the stalk, because it's helping photosynthesize and grow the bulb for next year. Okay. Um, once the flower stalk is completely yellow, you'll cut that away, but by that time you'll have a bunch of leaves, and you'll just continue to water and turn it in the window as you've been doing. Uh, and what I I do is I just keep them growing all winter, all spring, all summer. Take them outside in the, in the summer if you like. But by the end of August, you put them into a dark spot somewhere and forget about them. Stop watering and the, <clears throat> the leaves will turn yellow and then you give them a, a quiet time, six or eight weeks of darkness, and then bring them out and they'll flower again for Christmas next year oh, if everything okay. works out as it should. <laughs> <laughs> right. And hopefully by then I'm going to get some colors on it too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know it becomes quite a large plant if, you know, if, providing you do the sort of caring in terms of watering and some fertilizer isn't a bad idea idea what just post flower when it's finished flowering as well so i suppose to be replanted in a bigger pot no they like to be in a small pot they like to be pot bound so the size pot you've got is good for a couple of years usually Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You're Thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas. And the same to you. Thank Absolutely. you. Bye-bye. So nice uh, yeah. to have those Christmas wishes coming over the line. Huh? It is. Yes. Yeah. And today, today's the sixth night of Hanukkah. Exactly. Yeah, tomorrow night. Uh, we've even got uh, candles in the next studio. Do uh, In the window there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so there's one candle left for tomorrow night. That's right. Which is the final night of, of Hanukkah, as That's I understand right. it, right? That's right. Okay. Well, and happy Hanukkah to all the folks exactly. uh, of the Jewish faith who are listening in. Uh, uh, oh, uh, let, me, let me plug the phone numbers here, because we have about three lines open right now. In Toronto, call 416-360-0740. Anywhere else in the province? Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. In Welland, there's Jack. Good morning, Jack. Welcome to the show. Oh, good morning. Morning. Uh, I'm talking about um, my Christmas cactus. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I had it, it blossomed somewhat, and then the blossom was over, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, they started to blossom again, and it started to open more little red buds there again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. And then the buds turned yellow, and oh. they fell off. Hmm. So I was wondering, what did I do wrong there? Probably water. Um, I thought of that, too. Yeah, the only real reason that the buds drop, so this is before the buds open, but the buds are on a Christmas cactus. If the buds drop, there's two reasons. One is too much water. Uh Uh, So sitting in a, like you water thoroughly when you water, that's important, but it should be bone dry between waterings. And so you you don't want the plant sitting in in a bowl of water after you've watered. Give it 10 or 15 minutes and if there's still water in the saucer pour that down the sink and and let you know put it back in its nice favorite it sounds like you've gotten a great spot he likes the sun yep. he likes that window with the cool temperatures and that's why you're getting all the buds forming okay okay so so sounds like your spot is great just be careful with your your um, watering watering and and similar to our last caller Eva and her flowering amaryllis Christmas cactus can be fertilized at this time because it because of the flowers. Mm-hmm. It's the act of growth on a plant is what tells us we can fertilize. Okay. Um, most of our plants are not actively growing at this time of year, but things like Christmas cactus and amaryllis are. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for Thank calling. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, all the very best down there in the Niagara Peninsula. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. And uh, same to you, sir. Well, and that's that's your that old where, where your book is based. That, that's yeah, the Welland Canal. A published author that you yes, are. Yes, yes. And I maybe should plug that again. You should. It's the time of year. Yeah. If you if you'd like a signed copy, you know, <laughs> depending on the mail. Haha. But. If you want to get, get uh, some information on my little book today, The Welland Canal Monster Met Santa, which I wrote back in 1978, but it's still, uh, you know, it's in print. still favorite yep. of all small children. Just uh, send your little email, if you would, to f.proctor, that's P-R-O-C-T-O-R, at mzmedia.com, and I'll get back to you and tell you all the... Yeah, and if, if the Canada Post can't deliver, Frank will drive it to I your house. I will drive it to your house. Absolutely. <laughs> he, he, he will be the courier if necessary. He's right. just that kind of a guy. I'm a good head. Okay, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a okay. break here, give you time to recoup, and me too, uh, and uh, then we'll come back and uh, go to North York to have a chat with Allison here on The Garden Show as we broadcast live and direct from the uh, Zoomerplex in, <laughs> in Liberty, Liberty Village. Village. Almost fell off that one, didn't it? <laughs> Don't change stations just because the weather changes. Garden tips and advice all year round. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. And little Frankie Proctor here saying, hey, (laughs) good morning, Allison, there in North York. Welcome to the show. Morning, Frank. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Thanks for giving my call, Charlie. Um, I have a hibiscus. It was so beautiful in the summer. It's in a pot. It's a little one. Um, it's about nine inches tall. Okay. And flower after flower, I just it was so beautiful. I um, took care of it, and now I see it was outside on my balcony. I brought it inside, mm-hmm. and the leaves are just turning brown and dropping off. Okay, so I'm when- sure I'd like to have this plant. In, back on my balcony next year doing just the same thing. Right. What have I done wrong? When did you bring it in? Just when, um, I think I heard you say, 
one time that it's time to bring in the outside plants okay, so before the frost or whatever right. they had. So that was a good month ago or thereabouts. We, mm-hmm. It's been pretty Yes, about, about six weeks. I brought it in. All right. So it came in, and of course you've got it in a, the window or on the window ledge. Well, I had it right by my balcony door, so okay. it was getting the morning sun okay. every day. That's good. And you. But I, one thing I might have done was wrong. Right by there, there was the heat vent that comes in from overhead. Right. So maybe that is what did the destruction. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they definitely do not want hot air blowing on them. Hot well, or cold. Well, I have moved it since okay. and I put it uh, it still gets sunlight, yeah, okay. but not much sun is out now anyway. So you know what I would do? It's likely that the plant is still alive, like the root is alive, mm-hmm. uh, assuming that you've been watering it when it's dry, you know, doing okay, sort yes, of... Yes, I watered it because it was dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if it's... And remember, it's shocking to plants when they're outside and it's bright, bright sunshine and it's all the beautiful, you know, um, ambient temperature with humidity, etc. Inside our homes, there's far less light. Obviously, mm-hmm. humidity levels are much lower and temperatures are, you know, we're all heating, heated with our hot air furnaces, etc. So the leaves will often drop because the in, inside, the less light levels mm-hmm. means that the leaves that grew outside are not as effective indoors, so it has to grow a new set of leaves that will be able to photosynthesize through the window. Your job is to get out a sharp pair of scissors or pruners, and I would cut the plant back. I would, wherever there's tips, um, I'm not sure how many sort of growing tips you would have on it, but I would cut, if it's only about nine inches tall, I'd probably take, you know, an inch, half an inch off all the tips. So go back to a, a bud or a bump on the stem where there is a dormant bud, Cut, yes. cut it all back and leave it in that sunny spot. Do not water if it's moist because you can't water by the calendar. You have to water by when the soil is dry. And yes. you will water when the soil is dry. But uh, just doing that might kickstart the plant and cause it to start growing again and growing new leaves, which is what you need. Yeah, because when I when I read the instructions that came with it, it said each time it's flowered and, you know, they're dying mm-hmm. to clip them uh, and I clip them off. Mm-hmm. Each time, so I have all these spots where I clip them off. Okay. So, I, is that what you want me to do to cut below those clips that I made? Um, likely. Um, so is it a? So you said it's about nine in, <clears throat> nine inches tall, but it's yes, about nine inches. It's like tall. a little bush, right? It's got uh, multi stems. Like a single stem is planted yes, in the pot. It has about one, about five stems. Yeah. So, so five little tips need to be removed. Okay. okay, and what about the main one no. that comes straight up? Well, same thing. If that's a, yeah, wherever there's a growing tip, so all your, your how would I explain it, like your drip line on a tree, right? Your, mm-hmm. your outer edges of the plant, wherever okay. there's so a growing tip, just take everything back to a bud. So it might be back half an inch, you know, an inch, whatever it is, to a bump where there's a, a bud. And you're, what you're trying to do is get the, the buds to grow. Okay, thank you. Okay. But I loved it so much. The flowers, yeah. the hibiscus were so big and broad. Nice. And they're beautiful to look. I took a picture of them every time I <laughs> showed them to my friends. Look what I have. <laughs> That's okay. great. Thanks well, very much, Charlie. Have a good weekend, Frank. And thank yourself. you so much. Thank you. Let us Bye-bye. know how that turns out, Allison. Okay, there's yeah. Allison uh, from North York. Yeah, that was. Uh, oh, yeah, we've got time for, before our next break to take another call here, and that would be in Thornhill. Kathy, oh. wait. On the line, Pickering. Oh, 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 Pickering. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, Patty in Pickering. Uh, there we you go. Love that. Uh, wait a minute. Is not uh, is uh, she not a first time? No. Yes. Good. Hello. Good Patty. morning. Hello. Good morning, Charlie and Frank. 
Um, I'm not a first-time okay. caller. Mm-hmm. I have uh, been given a plant to rescue. It's an orchid mm-hmm. um, from my neighbor. And um, <laughs> all the runners that come out from it, there's mm-hmm. no blossoms on it now. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the runners that come out are going brown and then getting black spots mm-hmm. in them. Mm-hmm. There's only one that looks kind of healthy, okay. but it's also starting to get a little spot on it. Should I just throw this out? Uh, not necessarily. It has green leaves, I assume? Yes, it has green leaves. All right, so here's what I would do. Um, get uh, in, Take it into your kitchen with yeah. a sharp pair of scissors. Cut off any... Those are roots, that, what you're referring to as runners. Those are roots. Orchids yeah. do put roots out in above the, the media because that's... They, they do need... They, it's for gas purposes. They do air uh, exchange. They even take moisture out of the air with those roots. Okay. So it sounds to me like it, that plant has been suffering from either too much or too little water. So I would cut off anything black or brown or shriveled or, you know, whether it's a root or, um, you know, the old flower stem. If it's still there, get rid of that. Like just clean the whole thing up in the kitchen. Then turn on the water in the, your sink. Fill the sink up with a couple inches of water or, or, or however you want to do this. But the bottom line is you needs to thoroughly soak that plant with the leaves have to be wet the media's got to be wet and then you're going to let it all drain out in your kitchen sink yeah put it into a nice little saucer and then you're off to a northern window or an eastern window somewhere where it's bright uh, but not direct sunlight okay and uh and i would just do that for starters and give it a couple days uh turn it obviously every few days in the window only water when it really gets light, but water, best way to water an orchid is to immerse it underwater. Okay. Well, and, what I had done is I just filled the pot with water and let it sit for a while and then kind of drained it. But I will do what you've said yeah. and um, put it in the sink and totally immerse it. Yeah. If you've done that watering recently, you might not want to immerse just yet. Wait till it dries down before you do that. But okay. it's, it's the leaves love and the roots love that, you know, immersion in water, sort of room temperature water. And then draining is very important that you don't want this plant to ever sit in water because that, that's when it rots. Okay, now, um, what if every runner or root has black spots on it and I have to cut them all off? No, don't take them just, don't remove them just because they have spots. Remove them if they're completely black or completely brown or completely shriveled. Yeah, they all are. Um, well, but a few spots on a green root. The, see, the roots, if there's any green on them at all, they're still working as roots. They okay. are still able to photosynthesize as long as there's some green on them. It's right. when they're completely brown or completely black that we remove. Okay, well, okay. I will go and uh, look at it carefully and um, remove anything that... Yeah, that's just yeah. clearly shouldn't, you know, he's not doing the plant any favors and is kind of dragging it down. And yeah, yeah let those roots do their thing. They they should be green and the tip should be silver. That tells okay. you it's a healthy I root. I look at it with my little eyes. Okay. <laughs> and you put on your surgical <laughs> wear, you know, yeah, the that's right, the protective mask. clothing, the mask. Uh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, okay. You guys have a really nice Merry Christmas. Oh, thank and you. I love listening to your show every Saturday 
Monday morning. Thanks, Betty. Thank you. Appreciate it. I like the way you called it a rescue orchid. That's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. people with their rescue dogs and exactly. rescue cats. Exactly. Patty's got a rescue orchid from her neighbor. You know, we have to take a little <laughs> bit of a break right here. However, uh, we're waiting uh, to have a chat with Cheryl, a first-time caller, from Charbot Lake. It'll give us time to maybe Google where the heck Charbot Lake is. I feel like I know where Charbot yeah, Lake is. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Well, we'll we'll get online and do that and tell <laughs> okay. you all where it is when we come back. Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than you realize. Should small creatures become a big problem, then you've got The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, Charlie, uh, we've had a little visit from Ainsley, mm-hmm. uh, our operator today, yes. who said, uh, I do believe that uh, Sharpet Lake is sort of above Belleville. So we went online there. Mm-hmm. Looks, and it's found, gorgeous. It's, uh, it I looks like move a, to Sharpet Lake. Absolutely beautiful up there. <laughs> Uh, due north of Kingston, I yeah, think, really. really. But in any case, there's a first-time caller ring out for Cheryl in Sharpet Lake. Hi. Good morning. Welcome to the Hi. show. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. Okay, so um, we've had those nasty um, eastern tent caterpillars oh. for two years. Oh, right. boy. Yeah. And I have a very old apple tree. Mm -hmm. So the first year, they ate all the leaves. Mm -hmm. The tree got busy, grew Mm -hmm. itself some new leaves, Mm -hmm. not as big as the old leaves. And then this spring, the caterpillars came back again. Mm -hmm. And the same thing happened. The tree made itself new leaves. But bigger than and lusher than the year before. Yeah, okay. So now fall came. It didn't drop its leaves. Oh. Like it didn't, it dropped maybe 5% of them. And it's still with brown leaves yeah, holding everywhere. On. Well. It's, it's an old tree, and I'm wondering, is it dead? You know, when we used to see something like that happen, where winter would come, the leaves would hang on a tree when they wouldn't normally do that, right away we assumed the plant was dead, that something had happened and it just died overnight kind of thing. However, if you remember last fall, there was like hundreds of plants that did not drop their leaves. The Japanese maples, all the leaves turned brown and held on. The dogwoods, the leaves stayed. There was many, many deciduous plants held their leaves last year, and they were all alive. And it was connected to the the fall and the way we had so much rain. So I'm not talking uh, 17, I'm talking, sorry, I'm not talking 18, I'm talking 17. Yeah. We had so much rain that summer. The plants were so full of moisture that we never had the sort of normal slowdown, the physiological slowdown that happens in the fall and causes leaves to drop. So I'm wondering if this apple tree, were you, did you fertilize it? Were you watering it? Were you doing some pretty good TLC on the apple this past summer? No, I wouldn't sound that good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, we did feed it. Yeah, good. It might be connected Um, to that. I, for now, I would assume the plant is alive, and I would get okay. a hold of next spring, and you'll know next spring for sure. Um, you'll probably do some pruning. If you're pruning it at all, you'll do it in the late mm-hmm, winter. Yep. And you'll see in the spring whether there's buds, you know, there's green starting to happen. The leaves will fall off. But I would get out and buy something called, I believe it's called Tangle Foot. And Tangle Foot is a... Tangle T-A-N-G-L-E, Tangle Foot. And Tangle Foot is like... 
it's almost like duct tape, but it's got sticky stuff uh, that you and you wrap it around the trunk of the tree oh. before the eastern tent caterpillars emerge. And you, when uh, anything tries to crawl up the they stem, get they get stuck. Oh. So Tanglefoot will will trap you a lot of caterpillars, and so they won't get to the leaves. Okay, then. And that will help protect. I'll give that a whirl. Yeah, I would. Because assume those caterpillars are going to be back just like they've been. There's been a quite a yeah. population uh, increase. But it, it's cyclical. They won't keep coming at this high, high population rate. Now, Cheryl, you've got to promise us uh, in the spring to give us a call and let us know the outcome. Yeah. Was the tree alive? Was it okay. dead? Yeah, yeah, okay. Exactly. Now that you're going Alrighty. to be a second time call, that'd be great. <laughs> From Charlotte Lake. I'll recognize that. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Cheryl. Cheryl. Okay. Merry well, Christmas to you. have a Merry Christmas. And you, you too. safe and healthy. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, Golly, quick, do you think we can fit in? Yes, I, I quick, would hope so. Here, just a minute. Oh, that's for Kathy, first-time caller from Thornhill. Yes, hi, Kathy. Welcome to the show. Hello, Kathy. Oh, hi. Good morning. morning. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, this is the second year I've brought in a gardenia plant from mm-hmm. the backyard, mm-hmm. and it still has green leaves on it. But when I go near them, they just I know. They mm. just crunch up. Okay, so they're, they're dead. <laughs> yeah, gardenias are really hard to bring inside. <clears throat> oh. So keep it away from drafts. No hot drafts, no cold drafts. Oh. Put a pebble tray beneath it. So moisture, moisture, moisture. It loves humidity. The only way, and bright light. And check it every day for water. This is a plant that likes to be kept quite moist. It likes oh. high humidity, and it likes a bright light. And those are all the things that we have trouble providing in the dark oh. days of December. So okay. don't beat yourself up. They're super hard to keep alive indoors. Oh, darn right. it. Okay. Okay. So, uh, is the south window okay yep. for it? Yeah, yep. south bright? window. Just get that humidity happening around it and the check water. it every single day for water. Okay, we haven't been doing that. Okay. okay. All That's right. That's okay. great. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks Thank for calling. You. I love your show. I listen every Saturday. Excellent. You. Thank you. Okay, have a great Christmas. And All you right. too. Thanks, Thanks so much. Well, and, uh, there we are. There we are. Wow. Uh, we're just about out of racetrack. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know, when I came in to do the show this morning, I was in an ebullient mood. I was so happy I, until Charlie reminded me that when, as we normally do, go over to High Park to the Grenadier Restaurant, that it's my turn to pay. And Which means? Steak and eggs is what she's going to order. <laughs> I know it. I know it. You, hey, why not? You, <laughs> you're, you've got the big promotion. You're earning the big bucks. Come on. We're going to start calling this the Frank Proctor radio station. How many shows are you doing now? Oh, my goodness. Uh, we used to joke that it was Robbie Lane was on yeah. constantly. Well, now it's going to be Frank Proctor's on <laughs> nonstop Frank Give Proctor. Give him a run for his money, huh? <laughs> that's right. Somebody ought to. Yeah, that guy, I'm telling you. Right. That's he always right. gives me a shot or two. Boy, mm-hmm. wait till I get to the big band show tomorrow night. I'll yeah. give him a shot. You remember, mm. do some... Yeah. yeah. I'll be listening. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, thank you. Thanks, Frank. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks for holding the fort down while I raced in a little late there. Uh, it's good it wasn't just a quiet studio. You were here going to hold things down. Thanks so much, Ainsley. Couldn't do any of this without the help of a good operator. And to all our great callers uh, from all over the, the, the province. I mean, look at it. We've gone from end to end today with our callers. So thanks again to everybody. Great calls. Keep them coming. See you all again next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.